1: Welcome back into another episode of locked on Texans. I am John some sports guy Hickman, and I am happy and excited to be back to talk to Houston, Texas with you guys. Definitely want to let you know about locked on fantasy football, where winning your league starts with the right data. Vinny Iyer of the sporting news provides you the edge you need in your fantasy football leagues. Locked on fantasy football is a daily podcast all year round. So your fantasy team never fails. Subscribe to the locked on fantasy football wherever you get your podcast and I am happy to do this show with Cody Davis my co-host my friend Cody Davis welcome to the show and let us know what's on the rundown for today's episode
0: on this Thursday installment of locked on Texans John and I are going to revisit a potential trade destination for Deshaun Watson after Adam Schefter came out and reported that the Philadelphia Eagles are the main team that is most equipped to trade for Deshaun. And then to close out this latest installment of Locked on Texans, John and I are going to share some news and updates regarding the Houston Texans and their training camp which is set to begin on July 27. I can't wait for that. But to get this latest installment of the podcast kicked off, John, listeners, should the Houston Texans call up the Miami Dolphins and see what do they have to do in order to flip Deshaun Watson? for Xavier and Howard and I wanted to bring it up because for those of you who don't know the relationship between the Miami Dolphins and Howard is starting to take a turn for the worse Howard is arguably one of if not the best cornerback in the league today and last season he posted 10 interceptions and because he had such a productive season last year Howard wants a new contract and so much so to the point where he didn't show up for OTAs a couple months ago, and he is currently planning on to hold out of training camp and this season if Miami do not give give him a new contract. or not a new contract because he still has four years left on his deal, but at least a pay raise based off the production that he had last season. John, if I'm Nick Casario, I'm calling up Miami and I'm asking, What will it take for us to flip Deshaun Watson for Xavier Howard? And it's a fair point to say because we know prior to these allegations coming out, the Miami Dolphins was one of eight teams who were very interested in trading for Deshaun. Now I get it, as we say here almost every single week, I'm pretty sure Miami is not going to give up multiple first round picks. But if I can actually flip Watson for Howard, and let's say add two first round picks, that sounds like a great deal to me, especially when you consider how much Deshaun Watson's trade value has gone down the drain.
1: Yeah, Nick Casario should not be making any calls. Should be the Miami Dolphins. We are two weeks away. The Miami Dolphins, they are the ones that need the quarterback, and the quarterback is the highest position that you need in this league. Without a quarterback, your team doesn't go far. Uh, And sometimes even with a decent quarterback, your team doesn't go far, i.e. the Houston Texans last year. The problem with the Houston Texans, what they had last year, was they couldn't stop a nosebleed on defense. Uh, With Xavier Howard right now, if numbers are correct, what I'm about to say, he has four years left on his contract, and he now ranks sixth among cornerbacks in AAV, which is annual average, average value. Uh, Miami has gotten trade calls about him uh, for him rather, dating back to last season. And also remember, Howard has switched agents since signing his last big deal. But it's not Houston who's to reach out. That would make them desperate. Miami was ten and six last season, and they had a a rotating quarterback system. In that rotating quarterback system, but Ryan Fitzpatrick was the best quarterback out of the two. And you went 10-6, and, and you had a very playoff-ready roster with a very good head coach and Brian F- Flores with a very good defense. If I'm Miami, I'm looking at Houston, and I'm, and I'm realizing that two weeks away from training camp, Deshaun is still active in the NFL. It's not, it, like for Houston, it's not what can we do to get Xavier. It's Miami, what would you like for Xavier Howard. Shout out to Xavier Howard. He is an H-Town boy, man. And in that package, you're going to include to a of a lower. In that package, you're going to include at least one first-round pick. To your point, Cody, Deshaun Watson's value has diminished a little bit, but if Deshaun is not getting punished legally, then he's free to do whatever he wants in the NFL. So Miami is the one that should be really considering looking at Houston and trying to, you know, cook up a trade package. Howard, Tua, Togoloa, at least one first round pick for Houston. I think that is a package that I, I I think is fair for both sides. And for Howard, Houston would move on from the Watson contract, which would free up a lot of space for them, right? Because remember, his deal kicks in in a couple of weeks, a new deal. So they'd be able to move on from Deshaun Watson's contract that they just signed him to, which is the second highest in the league right now behind Patrick Mahomes. They'll be able to reconstruct Xavier Howard's contract. And he's going to be in a position to have money just in case if they wanted to make some more moves. Remember we talked about recently, there are still players out there in the free agency that Houston could use. And if Houston really feels like they're not going to concede this season, especially if Tua Tagovailoa is in the mix, so they don't have to really kind of tank for a quarterback, which is what we've seen in the last couple of years for certain teams. We know what Jacksonville did, and they finally got their quarterback, presumably so. If they want to compete for real and try to go win games, they'll be able to have the opportunity and money
0: after they reconstruct Howard's contract to really make some moves and put more pieces around his team. I'm gonna disagree with you just a tad bit because if the Texans in Miami were to flip Deshaun Watson for Xavier Howard, I don't think Miami would include Tua in the deal only because there's still a lot of uncertainty surrounding Deshaun as of right now, whether or not he's going to play this season. And I can see Miami holding on to Tua as a contingency plan. But going back to the Xavier Howard side of things, I can see a deal getting done because A, yes you're still getting to sean and b miami still has another pretty good cornerback on the opposite side of howard and that's byron jones and he is part of the main reason why Xavier howard is upset at the organization because joan is getting paid more money than he is as of right now the texans make a lot of sense for howard because john as you mentioned they will be able to free up a lot of money in the salary cap space plus on the football field that is going to make the texans a pretty solid defensive team you'll be looking at a cornerback room heading into the 2021 season with bradley roby and desmond king and a secondary core when you add in justin reed and lonnie johnson jr if they are able to live up to their so-called evil twin personality that they made up alongside one another but John, Xavier Howard, I love that you mentioned that he is a Houston guy. He's from this city. I cannot wait to talk about another guy from the Houston area who the Texans might be able to flip Deshaun Watson for. I'm going to get into that in the next segment. But once again, if I'm Nick Casario, I know you mentioned that will make the Texans look desperate, but the Texans should be desperate. Can you name another player that they can get back as good as Xavier Howard? In a deal, while you depart from Deshaun Watson, and you know what, what's what's not fair is us talking about
1: everything Houston can get, but really didn't name any of their immediate needs. Of course, Howard would be an immediate need, right? But you know who Miami has? Who I like on that roster? They got two big guys on that front four, and I like Christian Wilkins, and I love Raquan Davis at nose tackle. Christian now plays a three-four, a defensive end. He can slide in into a three technique. Ray Korn Davis also plays a nose technique. He can slide out to a three technique. Both of those guys, I think, especially Ray corn Davis, both of those men would be able to cause some disruption for Houston. And if they would be an immediate upgrade on that front four for the Houston defensive line. Because remember, you are giving up a top five quarterback going off last year, not going off these BS lists, going off what we've seen the last two years. You're getting a top five quarterback, Miami. We're going to take what you give us. We're going to have to work with Xavier Howard. So there's going to be money we're going to have to spend. We're going to have to hope that out of that, you know, pick that you're going to give us, we hit on it. And if I'm Houston, I'm not making a trade. If, if I'm not getting two a tuck of a lower back, I'm sorry. But on top of that, a couple of players that I love is Raquan Davis, Christian Wilkins. And I got to tell you this, man, they just got Will Fuller. They also drafted Jalen Waddle. Houston would also need to look at Alan Hearns or Devontae Parker, wide receiver to bring them back to Houston. The odds where he played actually can make you some money. I'm telling you this right now. Go to betonline.ag and win you some extra cash. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, Anger UFC, MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. So before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. BetOnline is your online sportsbook experts. And head to the website right now, like I told you, to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline is your online sportsbook experts.
0: Alrighty, Texans fans continuing on here with this latest installment of Locked on Texans John and I want to revisit thoughts on a potential deal between the Houston Texans and the Philadelphia Eagles regarding Deshaun Watson and this topic came about during Adam Scheffner's guest appearance on Chris Collinsworth podcast that was released on yesterday and during his time on that podcast of course they started talking about the Aaron Rodgers and anytime you talk about Rodgers You automatically got to start talking about everything that's going on with Deshaun. So during their topic, talking about Deshaun, Adam Scheffner came out and said that the Eagles are the most equipped team to trade for Deshaun Watson whenever his legal situation is put behind him. And he also said that the Eagles are waiting to make a move for Deshaun. John, I wanted to bring that up because in the first segment, we just finished talking about what the Miami Dolphins can offer. Along with Xavier and Howard, I still believe that there is no team in the league, just like you pointed out in the first segment. There is no team in the league that will make a better trade partner for the Houston Texans in exchange for Deshaun. However, the Philadelphia Eagles, I would give them the second maybe third best team because they are not stacked with draft picks like the Miami Dolphins are because if this was a normal trade scenario for Deshaun Watson I mean Miami has 13 picks in the first three rounds over the next three seasons the Philadelphia Eagles do not have that however what I do want to point out is this the Eagles do have two first round picks heading into the 2022 draft and of course, with the Texans having their own first-round pick, there's a possibility that if they were to make a deal for Deshaun, the Texans can actually end up with three first-round picks in next year's NFL draft. Plus, you know when you look at the possibility of Deshaun Watson going to the Eagles, Jalen Hurts has to be a part of that deal. And I believe regardless of how his rookie season went, I believe that Jalen Hurts has a very bright future in this league and I would not mind if the Texans would trade Deshaun to Philadelphia especially if they can get Jalen Hurts back in the deal because heading into the 2022 offseason that would give the Texans an opportunity to go into the training camp with a quarterback competition between Hurts and Davis Mills and not only that John and listeners it also allows the Texans with those three first round draft picks that they could possibly have It gives them an opportunity to focus on other positions that they need filling, i.e. the defensive line, i.e. the secondary, everything they have to do with the secondary. The Texans will not be in a position where they will have to use one of those draft picks on a quarterback because you have two potential starting caliber quarterbacks already on your team. Plus, John, I know the college football season hasn't started, but I'm not too sure there is a franchise changing quarterback. Heading into the 2022 draft, Jalen Hurst, Deshaun Watson, especially with Hurst being from Houston, I think this can also make sense for the Texans as well.
1: You know, the difference between Philly and Miami is I think Miami will have a better year, which means their draft pick will be higher, lower. I'm sorry, lower. Uh, Even if you add Deshaun to Philly. I don't think Philly has a roster to be better than the 10 and six Miami Dolphins of last year. But where I strongly disagree with you is I'm not making a trade to Philly. And like, I mean, if you make the trade to Philly, you have to include Jalen Hurts. I don't think Hurts outside of his market marketing ability for him coming home. I don't believe Hurts. Is a quarterback that can make Houston not evaluate the quarterbacks coming out for next year's draft. Mm. Do I really believe that out of Tua? Not really, but I believe Houston will get the the better upside player from Tua, the better player with upside in Tua than Jalen Hurts, and and I'll, and I'll tell you why. Jalen Hurts still struggles with throwing the ball. Uh, that has been a struggle of his in college. Uh, that's why Alabama was limited during his time. And that's mainly why he transferred to Oklahoma after Tua Tug of a Lower took his spot. And at Oklahoma, majority of his time there, just like any other quarterback, Lincoln Riley does a very great job of creating spaces for his quarterback. Based off last year, Jalen Hurts appeared in four games. Tua Tagovailoa appeared in nine games. And he has the edge, and the games appeared. But you have to ask yourself, it's a reason why. And Carson Wentz stuck it up last year. And Philly had to roll with their guy for as long as possible. But if they felt like they had a real threat that can win them some games and get them to the playoffs in the division that was terrible last year, they would have made the switch. Even when they made the switch, they still didn't fully invest in the Jalen Hurts. Even when Carson Wentz has been traded to a whole nother team, they brought in Joe Flacco, they have still not fully invested into this quarterback, and that should tell you something. That should tell you something. But in those games last year, Jalen Hurst threw for 1,061 yards, six touchdowns and four interceptions. Tua took a lower almost 1,900 yards, 11 touchdowns, and five interceptions. Tua was actually sacked more than 20 sacks. Jalen Hurst was sacked 19 times. So I think the upside of getting the better all-around quarterback is without a shadow of a doubt to a of law. And with Philly, you would have to ask yourself, okay, we're going to get Jalen Hurts in this deal, but who else could we get in this deal? Well, I, I would say immediately for a player like Deshaun Watson, you have to go get – I would look at Darius Slay. Darius Slay had a very down year last year. Uh, On average, he had a PFF grade of 62.9, allowed 743 yards last year and a passer rating, an abysmal passer rating, by the way. But he allowed a passer rating of 115 last year, which isn't good at all. So, you know, he would be in a position where he's looking for a first start. And normally top cornerbacks, whenever they go to Philly, I don't know what it is. They struggle in Philly. But I will look at Darius Slate as a a throw-in key piece for Houston. And I think he needs a fresh start, like I just mentioned. Uh, But it comes down to what can you get more for this one player? I don't believe it's in Philly. I don't believe it's in Philly. The only reason why I believe Philly is still interested is because Miami may really believe in their quarterback. And Miami probably doesn't want to take on the, the hassle of what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Philly, on the other hand, Philly still tall when they signed Michael Vick. Shout out to Andy Reid and Donovan now for, you know, ushering him in and, and being a part of his, you know, support system to get him back into the league. But Philly, Philly, they still tall. And I think that's the type of town Philly is because they know they're going to get a player that's going to ball. It's not going to, It's not like it's going to be a situation where you got Ben Simmons who ain't going to ball. You see how I threw that in? I had to. I'm sorry. But overall, Philly is the more desperate team out of Miami and Philly. They are the more desperate team. It's going to be a very important training camp for all three of these teams because in a couple of weeks when these guys see what they have in their second-year quarterbacks and they look around – And Deshaun is working out and he looks good. He looks healthy. And some of these guys may have, you know, insider sources that can get directly in contact with Deshaun or his people, figure out what he really wants to do. Who's going to be
0: more desperate? Now, that's where I believe Philly will win. It doesn't matter if it's Miami or Philly as of right now. This is why it's in the Houston Texans' best situation to just wait it out and trade Deshaun Watson next year. Because think about it. We only talked about two of the, what, six to eight teams who were hell-bent on getting Deshaun Watson prior to these allegations coming out. Now, here we are on July 15, 2021, with training camp set to begin less than two weeks and we only have two trade partners as of right now because the broncos they have their eyes set on aaron Rodgers. and then you take a look at teams like the chicago bears the carolina panthers the new york jets and the san francisco 49ers they're not going to make a move for Deshaun watson right now because they want to see What do they have in their young quarterbacks? This is why I've been saying for the longest it's in the Texans' best interest to just wait it out and open up the trade market for Deshaun. Of course, the flip side of that is going to be (laughs) how is Deshaun Watson going to not play the 2021 season? Is he going to be suspended? Is he going to be on the commission and list? Will he show up? Will the Texans even let him play? Who knows? But this is why it's in their best interest to just wait it out another year. The interesting part about
1: either one of those quarterbacks coming to Houston is you're going to be able to really see who you like the most. So, Houston fans, you would be able to pick your quarterback for the future. That would be fun to watch, whether it be Davis Mills, or Davis Mills, and Jalen Hurts. And just like you'll be able to pick your own quarterback, who you want to rock and roll with, who the Texans want to rock and roll with, you can also pick one of the nine delicious flavors from Bilt Bar. What's your favorite flavor? Is it mint brownie? Is it peanut butter brownie? Is it cherry? There's something for everyone. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are the Bill Bars the best tasting, but they're healthy too. 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams net carbs. Go to billbar.com and use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at billboard.com. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, it's Kawhi Leonard time in L.A. over. Getting more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Texans fans, well, training camps in a couple weeks starts July 28th, two weeks exactly from the time of this recording,
0: no, it's twenty seven.
1: Twenty seven. Twenty seven is twenty. Okay, well, two weeks, give or take a day or two, and um, yeah, guess who's going to be allowed in the building? The big money holders, season ticket holders. The Houston Texans have allowed their season ticket holders to attend training camp this year, and in a last push. To keep their season ticket holders happy. Not, not the regular guys. Not you guys that work six days a week, six 12s at the oil rig. And you get off, you want to enjoy some Texas. Not you guys. They're allowing their season ticket holders. They are the only ones that can attend training camp this year. And like I said, it's some sort of push the last moment Cody listeners to salvage the relationship between their season ticket holders and the franchise. And uh, I, I, you know what, I, I think this is actually a smart move on behalf of the franchise because season ticket holders, if we're being honest, they pay a lot of money. Right. And Houston is coming out of a season, just like the rest of the 31 teams where they didn't make the amount of money that they wanted to last year. Their revenue revenue was down because they didn't have a lot of people in the stadium. Right, but let me say this: I guess we owe Cal McNair, Jackie East to be. We owe some of these guys an apology. And I think some of these fans need to be more uh receptive to the point that what we thought was the issue wasn't the issue at all. So the catering to them seems a bit much to me, right? Immediately, the first from December all the way up until a couple of months ago, we blame Cal, we blame Jack, we blamed we blamed a lot of people for the Texas misfortune. And I, and I guess that's okay, but the biggest blame of it all was you pushed away Deshaun Watson. And then one day we get news that maybe Deshaun Watson pushed himself away because he was trying to get out of town before all hell broke loose. And Cody and I, we, we know, we, we hear a lot of things that isn't really on the surface. Let me just say this. Believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. I don't, I don't think this team should cater so much to their season ticket holders to where the casual fans or the diehard fans that are not season ticket holders, but their kids still love this team or their kids still love, you know, certain players they can't come see because they're not a season ticket holder. Like that's, that's, that's all I wanted to say. Houston catering to this season ticket holders is very smart. I believe that's something that they have to do. But isn't there a time and place for them? Like, don't you have certain promos for them? Don't you have certain deals for them? What happened to the people that just worked their ass off and not able to afford it, but they, they still want to bring their kids. I remember a few years ago, actually, you know what? I met one of my best friends at a training camp. I kid you not. And let me tell you something, man. Neither one of us at the age of 17, or 18 years old was in a position to be a season ticket holder, nor was our parents. Nor was nothing, we, we wasn't we able to do that. But guess what we got a chance to go see, Andre Johnson. I just think it's unfair that you guys are shutting off everybody else to appease to this one crowd in a time where normally it'd be a free fall.
0: I get your frustration. I get a lot of people frustration, but John, let's, let's keep it real. This isn't a normal off season. This isn't going to be a normal season for the Texans. You just finished talking about when you were 16, 17, you met one of your best friends. I'm pretty sure you are not the only person that has a story like that. But the Texans were not in the situation where they were in a fractured relationship with their fans and they had a quarterback that was facing 22 uh, allegations assault. Like To me, this was just the Texans not wanting to have to deal with the angry fans, the fans who was going to go up, 610 and Kirby and chant fire used to be fire McNair and all the rest of this crazy stuff. Like this is what this was. I will say this,
1: the general public will have a chance to win limited tickets to attend camp starting July 16th. So there is a chance that if you wake up on time and if you,
0: if you go the
1: <laughs> and you pray about it and you lay out your candles there is a chance you could win ch- tickets but public practices will be exclusively to season ticket members and guys let me tell you why I call myself some sports guy because I'm just like you you just like me and we, we I'm just a guy i just so happen to talk sports professionally uh, yes I've done it in many different platforms but you will have a, t- a chance <laughs> it's kind of I I, I want to see how they I want to there's a link too. You can you you know you can you can go to the link. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. If you go to the HoustonTexas.com link, uh, I mean .com, you can go in there on a home page and select Join the Stampede, and you'll be able to enter your name, your information into winning. I wonder how many. This is a question. I wonder how many will be allowed. What is the capacity for the regular folks? You know the. How many of the regular people can get in, Cody? I, I know they're not trying to run this like no like club truth on power <laughs> where like normal people can't get in. You got to know somebody to know somebody to know somebody. I, I hope I hope this team ain't trying to do that because I, I tell you what, I went to one of them games last year. And it was the normal people. And I think everybody's a normal person, but it was the the, the fan, it wasn't it wasn't. It was those people that was like, I'm still going to watch the Texans. I talked to a guy actually. I was walking up there, uh, which is the greatest time to ever go to a game during the pandemic season because it was no traffic, by the way. But I talked to a guy. He said, Yeah, man, I gotta come watch my boys play. And you know what that means? He, he was he still support, he's still jeopardizing his life to come watch his team play. He probably gotta go, go back to his regular day job. He can't go to training camp this year. So I, I that's a big screw you, Texans. Shout out I don't to, know
0: that he could be a season ticket holder. You don't not know that where I was sitting well, yeah, yeah, you're right about that. You see, and hey, look, I, I, I
1: didn't even tell you why I was sitting, I said, not sitting where I was sitting. <laughs> you said, well,
0: I guess, I guess you got a point, nosebleeder. <laughs> I'm some Sports Guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked on, Texans and like us on Facebook. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody C O T Y D A V I S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.
1: You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.